Hi, I'm Elizabeth Wilkins, editor of Empowering Parents. And I'm Megan Devine, parental support line advisor at Legacy Publishing. Welcome to this week's Empowering Parents podcast. Megan, we will be tackling this week one of the issues parents talk about most Must here at Empowering Parents. That's right. <laughs> Not hard to figure that one out. Um, this week, we received an email from a dad in Nutley, New Jersey. His name's Dave, and he's wondering about a consequence he gave to his teenager. He wrote, I took my daughter's car away because she wasn't doing her chores. Was that right? And how long do I wait to make her get it back? Well, this is like the ultimate parental weapon, Mackin. So what do you think? Uh, what do you think about that? Is taking the car away a good consequence? Hmm. I think this is, this is, you know, as you said, it's the ultimate parental weapon. Those kids want freedom, yeah. and taking their car away certainly curtails their freedom. So let's think about how you would use that. It's certainly a privilege you can use, but okay. how you use it is you know, what makes the difference. Okay. So certainly one of the most common questions specialists are asked on the parental support line is how to give consequences that work. Right. James Lehman says that to create an effective consequence, you need to connect the consequence with the behavior you want to see changed. So that means if your kid doesn't do her chores, as Dave said, mm -hmm. the consequence needs to encourage her to do her chores and do them correctly. Okay, so you're saying that simply taking a privilege away, like access to the family car, is probably not going to make your kid change That's over time. That's right. It's not going to encourage her to do her chores better. Okay. So the right consequence provides an incentive for your child to change her behavior. So again, in Dave's case, a more effective consequence would be saying, because you haven't been completing your chores, you've lost access to the car tomorrow. You need to get your chores done each day by 6 o'clock. If you complete your chores today, you can have access to the car tomorrow. Okay, so that way as a parent, you can use the car, but you're making her practice a little bit in order to get it back. That's right. You're tying the two together. Okay. When you present a consequence this way, you're requiring that your child change their behavior in order to get that privilege back. You're also requiring that they practice the skills necessary to comply with your rules. I also like the short-term aspect of this, Megan. Absolutely. I mean, if you say you haven't been doing your chores, so you've lost your car for the next three months, mm -hmm. what incentive does the kid have to do anything differently? Exactly. They're just going to be mad that they That's don't right. have the car, and they'll be sulking around the house for three mm -hmm. months and making everybody and miserable. And you they have the car. <laughs> exactly. And, and even after a while, if they've lost it for you know two months, three months, and... Uh, who knows how long, mm -hmm. they're going to move on to something else. They're right. going to find somebody else to give them a ride. Right. You know, and even if you took it away for six months, what are they going to learn from that? They're not going to learn anything new, and they're not going to improve their behavior. So giving a short-term consequence gives your child an incentive. That's right. It gives them something to work towards, and it encourages them to change their behavior, sort of dangling that carrot in front of them. I love it. Well, that's great, Megan. And thanks a lot, Dave. I hope that helps. And please let us know how it goes with your daughter. I really want to hear about yeah. um, how your new style of giving consequences might work with her. That's right. And just remember, everybody, to create effective consequences. Keep those consequences tied to the behavior you want to see changed and give your child an incentive to improve. Well, thanks a lot, Megan. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's Empowering Parents podcast. Hope you found it helpful. And if you have a question you'd like to have answered, please email us at editor at empoweringparents.com. I'm Elizabeth Wilkins. And I'm Megan Devine. See, See you next time. time.